0: Act One of The Witch Wife by Henry Spicer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Witch Wife A Tale of Malkin Tower, a drama in five acts, as produced at the Theatre Royal, Marlborne. May 1849, under the direction of Mr. Ellis, Stage Manager, by Henry Spicer, Esquire. To Anna Cora Moat, a name familiar to the English public as that of an accomplished authoress and actress, but to which a more select circle annex, the better title of, dear and honoured friend, this piece is dedicated, with the kindest wishes of, the writer. Preface The Witch-Wife, though including one or two characters of some notoriety, is based upon no circumstances of actual occurrence. Neither was it suggested, as has been alleged, by my friend Mr. Ainsworth's Lancashire Witches, a work I had purposely denied myself the pleasure of pursuing, lest the stirring scenes it could not fail to embody should exercise an influence destructive, at least, of the originality." however beneficial to the dramatic interests, of the piece. To any who desire a further acquaintance with the notorious Matthew Hopkins, or insight into the grotesque horrors practiced at the period of the witch persecutions, the State Trials and Summers Tracks will afford abundant information, and at the same time prove that nothing in the following pages is unjustifiably farcical. I have great pleasure in recording my obligation to Mr. Watts, for the liberality and gentlemanly courtesy he has displayed in relation to this piece, as also to Mrs. Moat, Mr. Davenport, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Ellis, the able stage manager, and the whole corps of the Pretty Little Marlborough Theatre, Twenty-four Green Street, Grosvenor Square. Persons,
1: Sir Gerald Mole, read by Mike Manolikas. March Mount Needham,
2: read by caviat
1: Anthony
3: Gap. A Country Gentleman, read by Parsa Jafarian.
4: Harry Martin, A Country Gentleman, read by Larry Wilson. Vaughn,
5: A Country Gentleman, read by Wayne Cook. Matthew Hopkins, The Witchfinder, read by Andrew Gotts. Stern, follower of Matthew Hopkins, read by Peter Brash. Judge Gare, read by Adrian Stevens.
6: Judge Howlett, read by Alan Mapstone. Constable, read by Alan Mapstone.
5: Officer,
7: read by Miriam Advice.
0: Countryman, read by Adrian Stevens
6: Jailer, read by Alan Mapstone.
7: Cecile Howard, niece of Sir Gerald, read by Jen Broda. Miss Frill, read by B Sweet Thirteen.
8: Allison Device, Cecile's Old Nurse, read by Kelly Taylor.
4: Maggie, read by Sonia. Voice
2: read by Adrian Stevens. Marshall read by Peter Yearsley.
8: Woman
7: read by Rebecca Brown. Girl one read by T.J. Burns. Girl two read by Jasmine Selma. A Little Girl read by devora Allen.
0: Follower read by Adrian Stevens. Stage directions read by Todd. The Witch Wife Act One Scene One. Library in Pendle Manor. Sir Gerald Mole is at a table covered with books, etc. A large black board is suspended on the wall with geometrical figures, etc. A crowd of rustics at the lower end of the room, among whom is seen, Alison Devise, as a prisoner in charge of Stern and others. Sir Gerald appears absorbed in study. Constable, aside to Stern, "'Come, this won't do!' Accost
6: him, Master Stern. Assault him with your wonted eloquence. Make a speech, Master Stern.
0: Stern slowly and gravely.
1: Ahem.
0: Sir Gerald abstracted.
1: From A to B, C, D draw three straight lines.
0: Constable aside.
6: Oh, dunce he's still at his alphabet
0: to him again loudly and scholarly stern loudly ahem sir gerald starting
1: who's there heaven give me patience there's the thread of the work for the fifth time snapped short will nothing sirs deserve of ye some daily hours of peace go patch your quarrels in the buttery I ne'er knew village feud that would not yield to the mild persuasion of a can of ale. If you feel drought, there's stuff to drown a county. If you want fuel, there's wood, for hunger bread. In the orchard, boughs laden yet strong enough to help or hang ye all. Stop! Well, man, speak.
0: Constable, bustling
6: forward. And please, your worship, I will master stern has been at school and learned the worth of words he's like a ship provisioned with parched peas doled singly by the nigger's steward this old dame's charged on suspicion with bewitching dame pepper's old dun
0: cow sir gerald studying
1: which is absurd but if as was proposed the angle be
0: constable hastily
1: sir if your worship oh ay well old woman can you rebut this evidence go sirrah call master marchmont needham he's a scholar learned in the law ay there's more sense i tell you under his curling love locks than resides in twenty ermine frizzlewigs he's here enter
0: marchmont needham
1: marchmont good day good morrow my good friend
2: "'News reached me that our village causiest had broached a theory of more painful proof than those which in this learned page you know so well to deal with, "'and I hastened on to offer aid.'
0: "'Thanks, thanks,' returns eagerly to study. "'The matter, friends?' "'Constable, aside to stern. "'Speak, speak, man.
2: Witches!'
0: "'Needham, impatiently. "'Nonsense!'
2: "'Law!'
0: "'Needham sits.
2: "'We'll hear the case, then. Who complains?'
0: countryman steps forward
2: what master finn you don't seem pinched or withered in the flesh what have you suffered
0: countryman scratching his head nothing needham frowning
2: fellow here's no christmas mumming what do you allege against this poor woman out with it
0: countryman with much hesitation well master she squints god send us
2: master finn amen and put some brains in that dispersed hut thy noddle get you gone but in heaven's name is not this monstrous so one hath a sheep sick of the kiddies or a hog of the mumps a girl of the sullens or a boy of the school and the poor thing's all blasted, as ye say bewitched that is while the first ancient dame that with a palsied eyelid hobbles by hath don't of mischief of such sages i've known but five sorts and rate within these rules sick-witted children women cowards fools well sir
1: and what can you suggest what proof or witness ducking out you ruffian
0: sir gerald
1: looking up stay marchmont this must be looked to let's proceed with caution i am a justice of the peace and sworn to thwart the devil yea give him bound up to the civil power come master stern your charge
0: needham to stern
1: well sir if she's a witch you seem possessed by a dumb devil where's your
2: tongue
0: stern producing a letter there needham examining it
2: Tis a scroll sir gerald to say truth nor over clean nor clarky but withal scratched in a bold black earnest hand enough and superscribed to you ha huh. read it marchmont
0: needham reads
2: my service to your worship presented i have this day received a letter to come to a place called pendle forest to search for evil disposed
1: persons called
2: witches i much marvel such evil members should have any
0: to take their part sir gerald uneasily
1: who takes their part (laughs) not
2: i shall i conclude i intend to give your precinct a visit suddenly for i would certainly know whether it affords many sticklers for such cattle or willing to give us good welcome and entertainment for so shall we work without control and likewise with thanks recompense so i humbly take my leave and rest your worship's servant to command
1: matthew hopkins
0: as he reads the name a movement of terror among the country
1: people is he coming then I warn ye all, burn every broomstick, say your prayers straightforward, and get to bed betimes. He'll find you out if there's a witch among ye and if not, he'll make one. No man builds his giants better,
0: Sir Gerald, doubtingly,
1: I don't know, Marchmont, he's a gifted man, he comes not purposeless. I think i eh, we must commit this prisoner. "'You will hear the charge first. "'Aye, that's fair.'
0: Needham, aside to a villager.
2: "'Hark, little Maggie, go seek out Mistress Cecile. Say she's needed, to work a miracle.'
0: Exit Maggie.
2: "'Teach a good, weak man the strength of reason, Master Stern, your speech. Condensed and pithy though it be, scarce guides judgment not pre-informed. A trifle more detailed, sir.'
0: Stern points to a coffer held by Constable.
2: "'There!'
0: Enter Cecile, running.
7: "'Oh, what a race! Dear Uncle, lend me your watch. Quick! I gave Mistress Frill once round the Pleasance, where we walked to you, and beat her by... a minute! Here she comes. Dear lady. Tired, ma'am?'
0: offers chair to Mistress Frill, who enters panting and disordered.
7: "'Ah, oh, fie, girl!'
1: "'Cecile!'
7: "'Don't knit your brows. You know I hate it. Come, I've told you that before.'
0: mistress frill lifting her hand.
7: miss cecile child you make my blood run cold
0: cecile aside
7: it never did aught else is this my teaching lackaday go stand in the corner till you've learned to give your elders reverence
1: come come mistress frill she's not a child good lady we old souls evermore bragging of our own wise years must let our juniors grow come on wild thing sit down by me we will make a pretty twain justice and mercy how shall we dispose these evil-doers
7: give them a crown apiece and send them home nay but-another word and mercy quits the bench you'll be my clerk good master needham
0: do sir gerald
7: you sir will be dumb for justice acts not chatters
6: held
7: Heyday pray who are you
8: stern
7: you will find me sterner if you don't hold your tongue what a black beard (laughs) look uncle sir you couldn't sit to a painter for a cherub
0: constable sulkily
6: madam my lady since tis worship's pleasure you should hear we've brought a witch for judgment
7: "'Which, what, where, I'd give the world to see one. "'Is it large, old, bearded, bent, with imp and broomstick, all complete?'
6: Constable to Alison. "'Stand forth there, prisoner. "'You, young lady, beware her evil eye.'
0: Cecile, starting up.
7: "'I'll risk the—that! "'Why, that's my nurse, man, Alison Devise.' good patient loving dear old alison man ere her years had half attained to thine more deeds of love and christian charity stood to her count than there are white hairs now on her poor forehead she's the wayside flower unseen uncared for loading the rich air with careless fragrance one pure source through which the under, ever-flowing stream of good still rolls to bless the world. She, she, a witch. Dear uncle, do you hear them?
1: Eh, why, uh, eh? Tis she that's certain, isn't it? For they say witches sometimes change feature to, uh, well, well, why didn't you speak, old woman?
0: Allison, curtsying.
8: There was naught to answer, please you these good gentlemen were so resolved i feared sir i might be a witch and didn't know it
6: that won't do produce the image master Stern. we kept one orrid witness back hoping to spare your worship's tender heart and this poor lady whom shame to yonder evil-hearted hag it doth affect more nearly tis a form in wax, shaped like the lady cecile doomed to devilish tortures, which by wizard arts reach to the living copy. first we lit,
0: opens the coffer
6: on these item one broom, one kitten, lame sundry glass beads six ringlets of fine air and fifteen pins some crooked next we came to this most terrible object produces an image
7: (laughs) dear master constable I thank your zeal that from this good old creature's drawer of treasures has rummaged
8: my first doll. And tis like your little cherub face at three years old as sister peas. God bless ye both. That's why I kept it.
0: Needham, rising.
8: Master
2: Stern and Constables, gets this poor soul? Three things are proven. First, she squints. Second, loved babes. Third, half a kitten goes on
1: for three legs she is discharged but stay to make all sure we will impound the doll and pop the cat in the cestern so be off and all whose conscience tingles mend your doings for hither comes matt hopkins satan's foe one who has brought more witches to the pyre than i have tongue to number some of ye see the poor woman to her home in safety and uh, all shrink from her how's this all afraid
7: I'll guard her uncle Come, Alice, lean on me, do as I bid you, lean all your weight. Ay, so.
0: Edom,
2: aside. Heaven bless thee, child. Lovely thou art, but glorious charity. The skill surpassing nature paints thee now with tints of heavenly origin. I'll not spoil thy good deed by sharing, yet I may humbly proceed and smooth the hallowed way.
0: Exeunt. Constable, as they go out well what
6: says master Stern, the
0: magpie wait Excellent. scene two a glade in pendle forest evening enter antony gab martin and Vaughan. i tell you we're too many what the deuce brought you both poking hither? martin laughing
2: <laughs> this
0: waving a paper
4: no pheasant was ever snared with verse if you are in love don't be ashamed on it tell us like a man tis but a young disorder like the chin-cough best early caught and done with but delayed ah, as i live here's another
0: runs to a tree and snatches off a paper which gab tries in vain to obtain
1: and besides some dogs hunt best in couples <laughs> here is martin now were not I a sober gentleman of staid and shrivelled reputation, by to check his frolic passion, would you promise? Might
4: have bought half a county. Mm, let's see. Reads glances that if they did not please, would sure with terror fray us. Fair suns or blue cold spheres that freeze, comets flashed fresh from
1: chaos. Right, your stale comments not worth a bulrush. On
4: Martin reads, lips like a rosebud newly cleft, ripe as an autumn plum, whereon some love-sick bee has left its honey and its hum. Its hum, what does she buzz? No,
3: to say truth, I lacked a rhyme.
4: But the hum, critics might say she had a bee in her bonnet, <laughs> sir. That hum's a humbug, cut it out. Uh, so then tis here the spirit wanders sometimes too eh too in ghosts and women all the interest ends with the individuality i'm off
3: i see shadow Uh, still apart
0: they retire aside as marshmont needham enters all's clear enough poor
2: souls the very name of matthew hopkins scares them like conies to their burrows i'll watch here till she has passed then follow
0: retires Gab advances, and stealing round, grasps him. Stalking dear? What sport, sir? Master Gab!
2: What do you hear alone? Indulged in great thoughts not doomed to find their issue in heroic deeds? Is robbery of the world, sir? You're a thief. I apprehend you. Come with me. First tell
3: me what is your object here?
2: I, sir, attend sweet nature's vespers. Here's a scene to fix the soul.
0: Aside.
2: This ass will fright her blending shades clothe the sweet earth while one bright ray just threading yon stately vista to the grim old tower from out the very depth and womb of darkness conjures forth light
3: like sparks on tinder
2: yes mixed with the murmurs of the latticed leaves sound steel like spirit voices dainty
3: frogs squabbling at supper i could dream no doubt but i most learned and poetic Marchmont, am very much awake never tell me you care as much for vistas towers and trees as donkeys do for diamonds what's the
2: matter who's that potting the bows by heaven tis he tis the witchfinder hopkins a bold knave bankrupt in virtue as in wealth and after any deed as who can nothing lose in either
0: savage brute he treads as though he'd grind the very turf to powder Ugh enter matthew hopkins and two followers
5: this path they told us led to the old squire's den but i don't soft you here are natives well masters what's
0: stirring hereabouts gab aside to need him, That's cool.
5: a squirrel on that
2: bowser cracked just now a filbert that proved sour by yonder style there lies a weasel simulating slumber
5: but he's a cheat i take it sir you're pleased to be facetious i demand what's new in these woodways
2: why nothing sir that is the devil writes farces and mankind enact them as for ourselves we kneel and in bright eyes see future fertile acres buy and sell pigs oxen and each other backbite jest get drunk and sober tis in truth the world's accustomed chaos Needing one rogue more, with good bold vices to bind in the hole.
5: Aside And that's what's furnished. Will this present path lead us to Pendle Manor? Needham, aside. Not if I can help it. Aloud. No, sir. Know you an old hag, one Alison devise? The honest soul dwells yonder.
0: Pointing. Hopkins, grinning. Honest Hey, Paul Follower, gruffly. Needham, aside.
2: I'll lead these gentlemen a dance. Well, sirs, for love of such society, I'll be your guide to Hutton-Marabeau. Come, Master Gab, go with us.
0: Gab, aside to him. Hang me if I do. Just
3: leave your friends in some convenient ditch, and earn the county's thanks. Exit needham Hopkins, and followers. Now, Anthony Gab, sit down. Sit. And listen. Sir, should fortune yet untired of lavishing fair opportunities on such a recreant knave bring that sweet soul across your vision try sir to reflect that legs were given for nobler ends than that of simply taking flight that tongues should speak and lips confound this fellow re-enter martin
4: still alone why where's the nymph
0: gab sulkily not come
4: how's that Uh, i saw her approaching
3: through the trees
0: gab starts
3: up the deuce you did good night it's getting late what don't you want to meet her yes i did but now it's it's late it's damp i'm tired i'll catch my death i've got a hole in my stocking martin laughing oh
4: in your courage man come come you don't escape stand up she's here stand or she'll think you're drunk
3: i wish i were no man's afraid and his corpse then counterfeit you'll
0: do it to the life good thought i will but stand beside me they retire enter cecile leading in devise
8: Fie on this drear place and on those aches that force me drag my weight of years so tardily now must thou return with those poor feet threading the long dank grass Teens with agues. Well, wit comes with age, and soon you'll hate me. They'll compel you. I'm an old witch, am I? Come, be calm,
7: dear Alice. If I believed them, I must pity. Now you've love and pity both. What creature's this? Ah, 'tis my mute adorer, but bewitched and talking.
0: Re enter Gab, stumbling as if drunk he reels against a tree sir
3: i really beg your pardon Twas awkward i never saw you till my nose struck yours why what a labyrinth is here where is my brother owl oh here you come you mouser
4: re-enter martin whither now madam excuse him a poor harmless soul when he's not drunk. Oh, come on,
3: sir. Drunk, sir? Drunk? Have you d- Is to say so? This fair dame, this grand dame of the d- d- wood-nymphs, shall be
0: judge. Fair dryad, am I drunk? Falls on his knees before Allison.
8: Hey, hey! he seems a merry gentleman stand up poor thing tis very much a word to ring away nurse come i am ready darling
3: darling a sweet word sit down a frank of all, all my spirit owns the sweet intoxication i-i choose the sitting posture having lost my legs more as it were beneath me now would men dwell in revolving thickets, thus latched roofs would soon be deemed luxurious. Martin, aside to him,
4: courage, speak to your goddess, man, or leave her.
3: Gab, aside, ach, faith, I dare not. Look at that eye. By heaven, its glances seem to thread one and
4: pass on. Sharp vision, truly. Madam Tislate, and these are no safe paths for such fair pilgrims. Will you accept our escort? We'll leave you at your pleasure.
7: Go then now, and for this gay, convivial gentleman, whose sin of drunkenness, I fain would hope, is no accustomed guise, so awkwardly it sits upon him. Take him with you. Look, he's marvelously sobered.
3: Gab aside. Faith, she's right we are both fools
4: and i the greater come there's comfort for thee heaven be with you madam the field being lost i yield it and retire a wise commander sending as you see my heavier baggage forward
0: exit pushing off gab
7: it has grown so dark lean harder alice i can bear more than you think how strange if i were one to harbor gloomy prescience i could deem some dark unwanted evil influence sat brooding o'er this wood
0: as they are going out re-enter hopkins and followers meeting them a pretty guide
5: i never knew a fellow could discourse in words of twenty syllables like him worth a cock's feather he deceived us (laughs) ha if i were sure of that hello here's game or two birds flushed together CHICK AND hen.
0: Hopkins, catching Allison as they try to pass, Stop, neighbor. Not so fast. A word with you. Cecile, agitated.
7: What do you want?
0: Why,
5: firstly, child, to see from what red, pretty, rustic lip proceeds so
0: musical a query. Cecile throws up her head with dignity.
7: There, sir. Back, and leave me room to pass.
0: Hopkins, admiringly, Hey,
5: by these hilts, but you're a beauty. No clown architect built that browse arch, I take it? You may go, young lady. I have no right to stay you. But this ancient fowl comes of another nest, and I must hear her singing. Sir! Hopkins, laughing. (laughs) Don't be so haughty, little madam. I am charged to hunt up certain witches hereabout. Among them... Where's the paper? Here it is. Among them... reads. One called Alison devise an ancient gentlewoman, rather lame, owning a slight obliquity of vision, hmm. causes of suspicion, ah, hmm. uh, old, dwells in the forest, keeps a cat, hates beer, refused to kill a toad, her imp, of course, keeps a wax image, vicious hag, prescribes for cows in mortal sickness, hmm. which die here's proof on proof stand from before her madam down hood old girl if you're not she i'll eat you tough as you are unsalted tears off her hood seize the witch i told you so
7: let her alone stand back sir with your sex a woman's weakness is her best assurance you it seems would turn it against her as a weapon Where's your warrant thus to molest us? None?
5: That's soon repaired. We will but ask this lady's company to the next justice. Cecile eagerly.
7: That's Sir Gerald Mole, my uncle, who, on full investigation of the rank follies that disgrace us here, has set her free already.
5: Humph! Are you niece to that old curmudgeon? I I mean, that learned and wealthy squire.
7: What's that to the purpose? yet since you know me sirs in courtesy let us be gone to-night and take my pledge that this poor soul be at hall to-morrow there to abide your question
5: no fair lady you little know the malice of this kind we've stirred her venom now and ere the morn backed by the devil her lord she'll scatter round a tenfold mischief that is not my way of doing the work Nor ever doth this hand lose its first grip, till the foul prey be brought to that safe goal, the gallows.
7: She is innocent. Heavens, can this be? It will not. You relent. You hesitate.
5: Not I. Yet, stay. Come nearer. Don't be afraid. Is is your heart much set on saving this old hag? Enough. I'll do it. On one condition.
7: Well, sir, what?
5: Don't frown. Don't start from me. Don't hold me drunk or mad, though I am both when urged to it. Drunk with love as now. Cecile, shrinking back.
7: Oh, heaven!
5: Or mad with fury. Listen. You must be mine. Tush, I mean honestly. We are alone as t'were in the dark wood. And you shall hear me what I list to speak and answer to. I love you you even i no saucy glances no curled lips i warn you i am not that i seem i have a name for fearless courage zeal and sanctity and truth i feel within this ragged rind lies a concealed spirit like a spell awaiting but the charmer's voice to wake its fine and terrible action girl that voice that power are thine I saw you and my soul, never yet moved, shrank helplessly, stricken,
0: dumb, at once your slave and destiny. Cecile, faintly.
7: I pray you.
0: Hopkins, catching her. Stay. You
5: must hear, must speak, too, for the game's begun and must be played out now. I love, I love you, maiden. I've no mincings drawled by feathered apes of the world but by this sword— and that's a soldier's oath. I'll woo you like a soldier.
7: Will you? Then be gone, and know when you would practice on a woman's fears the true road to her heart, at least to mine, lies not through terror.
0: Hopkins eagerly. The true road?
7: I'll not deceive you. This is idleness. To you, and such as you, there's none.
0: Hopkins furiously. Then? Checking himself.
5: Stay so young and fair and pitiless. I was not always the man you see me now, my youth stripped bare of all sweet subtleties that win mankind was wasted in vain search for bliss. At length I touch it, and tis ashes.
7: Am I free to leave you now?
5: You are, with this assurance, that as you scorn me and reject my love, so shall you find the hate you calmly dare as strong as love but deadlier our short strife passed in the dull depths of the silent wood revenge shall visit you within the gaze of gaping thousands and before this sun
0: goes ho oh, michael fools followers advance with Alison.
5: here yeah, master let her go I let her go man did your grandam never teach you t'was wisdom to expend a sprat to catch a grampus? We have greater ends to compass than are gathered in the grilling of this piece of parchment skin.
8: Heaven bless you, sir, you're very kind.
5: Enough. A witch's benisons are doubtful gifts. Hesitatingly. Madam, if I might touch that hand, mistake me not, the pact is made. Are we not foes?
7: On that condition.
5: Gives her hand. Trust me, I will fulfill it to the death. Farewell.
0: Exeunt. End of Act 1